G'day guys, this is Callum again bringing you another episode of Sabbath Live. Today is Tuesday the 17th of March, this is not a Sabbath of course, but it's just the name of the podcast that we've given it. Um, I want to talk today a bit about a, a little theory that's going around a bit. It's doing the rounds, it's, it's called Last Generation Theory. It's this idea that right before Jesus comes, right before he returns, there will be this generation of people who will go through a period of time without sinning. So we're just going to dissect that a little bit, pull it apart and see what the Bible says about whether it's even possible for a person not to sin. So what one of the arguments that these people often use is that it's not sinning unless you know that it's sinning. Okay, so there's a few problems there. Firstly, in Leviticus chapter 4, there's three times just in that chapter where it, it specifically says that a person can sin and not know it. For example, Leviticus chapter 4 verse 14 says, when the sin which they have committed becomes known. So in other words, if it becomes known, then it was already a sin before that, but it becomes known at, at one point. And then it goes on to tell what sort of, um, you know, what, what sort of sacrifice they had to make, of course. So as is often the case in Leviticus. In verse 22, same chapter, when a ruler has sinned and done something unintentionally, so you can sin unintentionally, right? And then in verse 23, if the sin which he has committed comes to his knowledge. So in other words, you can sin and not know about it, and then it be revealed to you later. And again in verse 27 and 28, if any of the common people sins unintentionally, then in verse 28, if his sin which he has committed comes to his knowledge. This is talking about the common people now. So there's three times just in that chapter alone which tell us that you can sin without realising it. In Psalm chapter 51 and verse 5, David the psalmist wrote, Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my, that my mother conceived me. So the idea that we can... Um, that it's not a sin unless we know about it really is not biblical. Now, I, I do agree that, that God certainly gives us a little bit more grace when we don't realise that we're sinning. Uh, I, I think that certainly is biblical, but the idea that it's not considered a sin if we don't know about it, I don't think that's biblical, and that's tr just from what I've read so far. Another argument that gets used to support this idea is that in Revelation chapter 14, verse 3, this is talking about the 144,000 now, in Revelation chapter 14, verse 3, it says, they sang, in, as it were, a new song before the throne, before the four living creatures and the elders. And no one could learn that song except the 144,000 who were redeemed from the earth. Now, we have to be very careful, I think, about putting loose interpretations on things, especially in Revelation, because Revelation's a book of symbolism. So we need to be very careful about applying it to mean anything and everything. And in this case, I think what we need to do is we need to look more at the, con at 
the context of this and, and who these other characters were. It's, it's talking about the 144,000, of course. It says they learned a, a song that no one else could. In the, in the verse, it says they were singing it before the four living creatures and before the elders. Okay, so let's have a look at who the elders were. In Revelation chapter 4 and verse 4, it says, Around the throne were 24 elders, and on the thrones I saw 24 elders. Uh, clothed in white robes. Sorry, around the throne were 24 thrones, and on the thrones I saw 24 elders. This is John the Revelator recalling his vision here. So, the thing with this is that you've got this number 24. Now, 24 is two lots of 12, isn't it? Right, so you've got 12 and then another lot of 12 is 24. Now, 12 appears in, in the sense, it appears twice in the sense that there were 12 sons of Jacob. They became the patriarchs of the tribes of Israel. And there were 12 disciples, 12 apostles in the New Testament. So there was these two lots of 12. So I, the, I would suspect that that's what the 24 elders represent. Um, a throne is ahead of something, of course. A throne is like a, being a, a ruler over something. So it makes sense that these thrones represented the positions that the um, patriarchs of Israel held and that the apostles held while they were alive. Now, the elders would therefore represent these people. Um, now, the, the thing with these elders is that they the, the 12 sons of Jacob they had never seen the promised land so they didn't know what it was what it was like to be taken into the promised land to, to be alive for the journey to the promised land they hadn't not experienced the journey to the promised land that came to their descendants and with the second lot of 12, that being the apostles, well, they're all dead now, and uh, Jesus hasn't hasn't returned as yet. Of course, I don't think that's very far away, but he has not yet returned. So again, th those 12 apostles don't know what it's like to um, journey through the last days. And so they weren't they are not able to learn the song that the 144,000 are able to, to learn. It also says about the 144,000 in Revelation 15, it says that they sang the song of Moses. Now, the song of Moses was sung after the Israelites crossed through the Red Sea, after they, um, after they were retrieved from... Um, from from the Egyptian the Egyptians. So when we when we look at that, this new song idea is not really an idea that um, that the hundred forty four thousand would know what it's like to be without sin. It is I think it's more to do with the fact that they know um, they've experienced the. They were alive to see the second coming. They were alive to um, to see the the last few weeks or whatever it is of Earth's history, and to see the 
the, their saviour coming in the clouds, just the same as the descendants of um, Jacob's 12 sons were alive to see, you know, the last few hours of Jericho, of the city of Jericho, before Jericho was, was destroyed in the, in the same way. It also says in Isaiah chapter 64 and verse 6, it says this, But we are all like an unclean thing, and all our righteousness are like filthy rags. We all fade as a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind. So it says a couple of things. Even that the best efforts that we can produce to to live good lives, even those best efforts are like filthy rags. Okay, they you discard them, you throw them out. You you don't want to touch them. Um, we all fade as a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind. So there's there's so many iniquities that we produce that it's like the wind. It, it, it's everywhere. Okay, so I don't think this last generation theory, that this idea that the last generation of people just before the second coming is without sin, I don't think that idea is biblical. And I've just given you a few reasons here that from, from the Bible. I haven't given you everything because it's it's quite a complex um, thing and there's more than more material than I can get through in a 10 to 15 minute podcast. I mean, we could spend an hour or so talking about this. But as I said, I don't think it's biblical. I've given you reasons why. Let me know what you think. Um, until the next podcast, um, stay safe. There's uh, a little bit of sickness around at the moment, so stay safe. Stay close to God. And God bless.